Welcome to Lit with Larry, and I'm Larry. I'm Jesse. Let's get lit. Yeah. We never get that right. We never do. I think I might have to uh, do a special recording. You know, to, uh, <laughs> yeah, we should, we, get, we should record it once and then just put it on there. Right. And then we'll just drop it in, you know. Yeah, um, that's a great idea. Yeah. So anyways, welcome to welcome. the second episode of 2021. Welcome, loyal listeners. Yes. So, well, uh, Larry, I know we have some, we were going to talk about a few topics today, but um, today was a big week for the United States of America. It was. There was a peaceful trans- transition of power. Yep. It was peaceful <laughs> as far as we can tell. And all of the people that follow the, the QAnon or QAnon, whatever you call them, uh, who predicted lots of arrests and possible, I don't know, rioting, etc., were wrong. None of that stuff happened. Well, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, they're, yeah, they're but they, they were saying it was going to happen like before or on inauguration day. So right, right, yeah, exactly. But then yeah. you know, of course, the the FBI got involved, and you know, certain law enforcement uh, people, at least and now the, those. Those poor, um, since Biden took over, those poor people in the National Guard are in, are, have been ejected into parking lots. Right. Yep. And they're, all, and they're all getting COVID from each other. Oh, my God. That's the headline today. Right. Well, I need, an, I need an, Hold on. I need to interject. You, you all didn't start off properly. You didn't say what you're drinking or what the theme of today is or any of that. You just dive right into current events. Well, that's, that's because January is dry month. What, what did yeah. you call it, Jesse? Dry January, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, dry I'm drinking. January. So I was going to say what I, what I am drinking because I'm drinking tea. And it's delicious. Uh, I make, I get this tea ordered from a company called Monty, which used to be on Euclid Avenue in Lexington. Now she moved to Pittsburgh and I still order tea online from her and she ships it to my house. Nice. So what kind of tea is that? Well, I mean, it's like real tea leaves. Um, I have the best one is winter snowflake is what it's called. Um, it's a black tea. Just like you, a snowflake. Huh? Just like you, a snowflake. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Fair enough, JB, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this tea's really good. I, I usually get, I got five different kinds this time. I got a black ginger, um, some kind of almond cherry, and then some kind of white tea and a green tea as well. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys you have a, does she have a storefront in Pittsburgh? I'm not sure. Never been. It was a real family business. I went there a couple times with you. Yeah. Husband and wife and the daughter was always in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What are you drinking, Larry? You're on mute. Okay. Larry is not drinking or maybe he's drunk already. Who knows? Sorry. I thought I was starting the video since I realized you guys there didn't you have the pleasure of uh, of seeing me. The uh, but also oddly enough, um, tea. But I'm drinking, you know, the the shit uh, tea bags, you know, uh, the green version, so green tea. Uh, and uh, that's become my drink of uh, of habit these days. Although I did uh, this week make myself uh, a coffee. Uh, for some reason, I wake up occasionally 
and decide I want a cup of coffee. And uh, I was going to make, uh, I bought a mocha pot. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with a mocha pot there. You, uh, most people have seen them, but they're uh, an Italian device that makes a, a kind of a mock espresso. Hmm. And, uh, and so it uh, makes six demitas cups, uh, which is basically a, a six ounce coffee cup in America and uh, super strong. Uh, does it look like uh, does it like a contraption of like little scientific beaker looking things? No, no, it's a, it's a, a, almost always a brushed aluminum in an octagon, octagon uh, shape at the base. And it's two parts. You spin it around, and uh, yeah. So, yeah, and they're they're really good. Um, they're cheap. You know, you can get the. I got the um, six cup one, and I think it was twenty dollars. Uh, and it's definitely worth it if you're, uh, you know, a coffee drinker like JB, who's probably drinking coffee, right? I do have a coffee right now, um, but I too have been ending my day with a cup of green tea. I drink it right before bed. Wow. You know, it does have caffeine, by the way. I don't, it doesn't. Yes. All the teas one, have caffeine. Uh, the ones, the two that I ordered, and I don't know, maybe not the green one, but the white one says naturally decaffeinated. Oh. Yeah. You can get tea without caffeine, and I bought it from her. Yeah. Well, uh, also, though, there's a discrepancy among some people. I'm not saying you in particular, but some people consider herbals to be tea, and they're not. You know, tea comes from a tea tree, a tea bush. You know, it's a specific genus and species of a plant, and there are a lot of different versions of it. I mean, literally hundreds of different kinds of tree plants. In fact, you should, you should get you one. Planted in your backyard, it's going to take a three or four years to get to a point where it matures, where you can harvest it. But, um, but yeah, so I haven't had a drink in two weeks. Really? Well, um, we could have a whole episode on tea sometime if we want to here. Yeah, let's do it next week. Um, okay. And herb. <laughs> and we could taste, we could taste, I'll bring in some of my teas. Cool. That'd be fun, actually. It would be. We're going to get so lit off a of tea. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of dry January, I've, I've had to borrow a few days from February myself um, <laughs> because I did, a, I did a Maker's Mark barrel pick this week. And let me tell you, it was uh, different than any other barrel pick I've ever done in a good way. Um, they picked us up at 1030 in the morning in a Suburban. Uh, by they, I mean Maker's Mark. Drove us to Loretta, um, which is like an hour and 45 minutes away. And when you get there, they served us lunch. was absolutely delicious. They've got a chef there. Um, we had some chicken over this kale and, and white beans kind of soupy thing. And uh, tomato, homemade tomato, tomato bisque and then bourbon bread pudding. And the bread pudding was very rich. It was delicious. Um. And then you do a tour, which was eh, just like the rest of them. Um, but when you go to do the barrel pick, usually you're buying like one specific barrel. So you taste a bunch of barrels and you pick the one you like the best. At Maker's Mark, and I didn't know this, but because they, they move their barrels around 
So all of their barrels basically should taste exactly the same. Um, I don't believe that to be honest, because I've been to places where barrels are side by side and they taste completely different. So, um, but they, their big thing is uniform taste. They want it to be, uh, what do they, what do you keep saying? A palate forward, a forward palate. Basically they want, they want it to hit the front of your mouth and not burn on the way down is maker's marks big thing, which if you drink maker's mark, that's spot on for what it is. Yeah. Cause it's sweet. Yeah. It's a weeded bourbon and there's no rye in it. So there's no like real crazy spice or anything. Um, so because, the, because of that, they don't do like a true go select your barrel thing. What they do is they've, they've worked, they work with this cooperage, I think, and they have, um, uh, they have, I think, what is it? Five different staves that you can put in the barrel. Um, so, and it's mostly white American oak, but there are a couple of French oaks. And ba- basically, they cook those things at different heats and different times. And they, the longer they cook it, they have these, they all, they create like a uniform flavor for each stave. And so the, it's like uh, mocha is one of them, one of the flavors. They're actually discontinuing that one. The Maker's 46 is its own kind of deal. That's a sweet kind of really nice one. There's one with heavy spice. Uh, there's a French cuvee, which I don't know what that is, but apparently it's some kind of French dessert. I don't know, maybe. Um, yeah, I think it's a bottle size, actually. Yeah. Well, that's made with French oak, um, which is the whole point there. And then anyway, so you, you, you taste all of these Maker's Mark straight from the barrel. So it's barrel proof. That, is, that have already been dunked and that have already had these staves in them, right? So you, you get, you get a taste of all of them. So you get an idea of what they are. And then what you do is you, you have to use 10 staves total. Um, so you could use all 10 of the same or you, any, any variety, but you have to use 10. So explain, explain what a stave is for someone who may not know. A stave is the wooden part of the barrel, basically. Um, you know, the, their planks, now these ones aren't out of a barrel. These are like custom made, you know, heated on their own, charred on their own, all that kind of stuff. Um, but you taste each one, and each each stave has its own kind of signature flavor. And then at at the end, or in the middle, whatever you want to say, uh, you start mixing them. So we say, okay, let's do six parts mocha, two parts cuvee, one part makers forty six, and one part the other one. So that's ten, right? So you do, you, you measure it all out, you taste it say, okay, that was really good, but we maybe want a little bit more spice. So the next one, we replace a mocha with a spice and you just kind of figure it out from there. I think we tried um, a total of eight combinations and I think we ended up going with the first one that we created. Wow. Maybe it's either the first or the fifth, but uh, it was really neat. Uh, I was kind of, I had my doubts about it um, because mainly because the, the bottles are going to be expensive. I mean, um, they're, it's going to be an $80 bottle. And I was like, you know, for maker's mark, but it, it was a cool experience and something I would definitely do again. Uh, pretty unique. Wow. But Larry, you have to commit to buying a, a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> of maker's mark. Yeah. So we ended up doing six of the, um, <clears throat> Six of the mocha because they're discontin- they're discontinuing that once so we figure we might as well load up on it. We did right. one, I think Maker's forty six, and then um, one cuvee, and then one other sweet one. 
Well, so so let me get this straight. So you can, so in their coop, uh, in their warehouse, and where they finally blend everything, uh, could be, uh, you know, uh, you know, a hundred different combinations because you've got you know ten different staves. Yeah. So I think, so it, not, I think the like, guy said it's like seventeen hundred or something total. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, so unlike say a Jim Beam where it's all the same barrels, same char, same staves. Maker's Mark distinguishes itself by having this unique combination of staves. Well, yeah, I mean, no, not really. So like Maker's Mark, the product, regular Maker's Mark, they want to be exactly, they want it to taste exactly the same. Okay, but okay. They, because they don't do like a true single barrel pick selection because they, you know, they all taste the same, they did, they created this. So what they do is you get barrel proof Maker's Mark, which is, which is a small batch. So like 300 barrels or something, right? Right. That's what you start with. And then they're, what they do is they, you pick out your staves, they put those staves into a barrel. So like you pick out those 10 staves, they put 10 staves into a barrel, then they dump the whiskey back in to the used barrel. And then it ages. I think, I think it's going to age like nine months, maybe, maybe not, maybe less than that. Anyways, they age it like that. Um, and then, and then they bottle it. So also different than other picks, when you buy a barrel from another group, um, not saying this is bad, but you're buying the barrel. So whatever's in that barrel is what you buy. So like if 25% of it has evaporated, you get 75% juice. Right. The maker's mark, they fill it to the rim because you're not, you know, it's already been poured out of the barrel. You're putting it back in and they fill it to the top. Oh, interesting. So you're getting a lot of bottles out of this barrel. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was definitely, you know, the whiskey was good. Nothing crazy special. You know, it's still Maker's Mark, but it is. It was cool to kind of mix and mingle and do our own thing there. Wow, cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to give it a taste. Well, whenever whenever we get that bottle, I don't know when it's going to happen, but we'll definitely have to have it on here and taste it and see if we can pick out the flavors. Yes, that would be awesome. That'd cool. be awesome. So, so Ernie's will sell, you know, these bottles, right? Could be 200, yeah. right? 5,200? Could be 200. Could yeah, it's be. probably, I mean, it's, it's going to be 200, at least 200 bottles. Yeah, I would say. Oh, wow. So, so this is a special blend then. I mean, this is kind of like a, like yeah. a one of a kind blend. You're having trouble. You're having trouble understanding this, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I'm it is. Serious. I mean, it's sure it's a one-time deal, but like the group that came after us today, fuck you, Jamie. <laughs> the group that came after us today could have picked the same combination, you know? Right. So, like, is it unique? Maybe. I mean, maybe because it's going to be our barrel, but I'm sure people have done that same combination before. Right. But the cool okay. thing for us was they're discontinuing that mocha. So they're going to replace it with something else. So for us, you know, he said that there will be two other groups after us that will be able to choose those mochas and then it's done. Wow. So, so we guys... called it, so we labeled it the last of the, mo the last of the mochas because <laughs> we said last of the Mohicans. And he said, that's probably not culturally acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of mocha machine, that's kind of right on par then, isn't it? Right. Right. That's funny. That's funny. That's uh, you know, that's a good segue into one of the topics I wanted to talk about today. And that is uh, 
one of the uh, major components, uh, I used to be uh, a big wine drinker. Uh, the wife and I took at least a dozen trips out to Napa and Sonoma, collected, uh, uh, much like Jesse does with bourbon, we collected wines. And, um, and we spent several thousand dollars on Rydell stems. So Rydell is a brand. And they make wine glasses, amongst other things. They also make bourbon whiskey glasses. But um, these, uh, these stems are like paper thin. And so the reason we've spent thousands of dollars is because for every dinner party where we had a dozen stems out, I would always break at least one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just washing it, you know, after the party. Uh, so th- the point simply being is that what you consume uh, a whiskey, a bourbon, and makes a big difference on how you enjoy it. So uh, I thought that uh, that would be an interesting topic because you don't want to don't want to have whiskey out of a champagne glass and you're not going to pour a, a great bourbon into a pint glass. You know you really need to have a, 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 a you know a, a glass that's made to enjoy the product. And so of course, Jesse, has a full array of glasses. I do. Yeah, most of mine have come from um, most of mine have come from these barrel picks, actually. So, um, but this is a true Glencairn. I know that you wanted to talk about that. Um, yep. So I think you know that's probably the most standard for tasting bourbon. I you know probably most whiskeys. I'm not really sure what they do for Scotch, um, but it's got the nice opening. You stick your nose down in there. Um, it's too bad this is only audio because then you can't, nobody can see what we're doing. <laughs> well, actually, um, I'm recording this and I just took a screenshot of you with your nose in the glass. Oh, God. So uh, people uh, can log on to our Facebook page, Lit with Larry at Facebook, and uh, I'll post some pages uh, there. So, of pictures of these glasses. I like, I don't know what you, I'm not, I don't want to be in these pictures, but I don't know what you would call this one, uh, but it's kind of a, I don't know. What do you, what would you say that's shaped like? This is from Willet, but these are becoming more popular. It's kind of like a Glencairn, but it's kind of right. Instead of rounded, it's got like a big oval at the bottom. It's almost yes. like what Larry said. It's almost stimulus. Uh, yeah. Right. Almost. Um, yeah. Yep. But I found I didn't tell Jesse started getting more into bourbon. You know, I just thought rock glasses was what everything you know, you drank it out of, but then he showed me the Glencairns and that's been a neat, uh, a neat and virtually very inexpensive gift to give to people. Bourbon drinkers is, you know, a, a set of four or eight Glencairns so they can have. Especially like a young professional, you know, straight out of college, never had a nice drink in his life kind of person is yeah. her life. Now this is the third one that I wanted to show today on show and tell, uh, I really like these little guys. It's kind of a teardrop shape in a way, stemless. This is one's from New Riff. I've got this at the barrel pick, but um, I've got a bunch of these too that I really like. It's it's just the the bourbon is just that much closer to you. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, the shape of it, uh, much like a, a, a brandy sniffer, you know, concentrates yeah. the uh, the odor. And for anyone that's at all into um, uh, cooking, uh, culinary skills, uh, you know, you, you eat with your nose. I mean, and it's very, very important. 
Wouldn't you say this one though? This last one is more like a tiny brandy snifter, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this one is my favorite of all time. And I got this probably, if I had to guess, probably 12 years ago when we did a Jim Beam tour, I got it for free. So that's why it's your favorite. Well, no, I just really <laughs> like I just really like the way it holds and drinks and there's a nice big opening there. But this is like a small brandy snifter with the stem. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, of course, I don't have any of my right L's anymore, but it would be interesting uh, to, in fact, uh, get some nice uh, wine glasses. Uh, and they have, uh, as I recall, they have like six distinctive shapes. You know, of course, they have flutes for champagne. Uh, they have the very bulbous ones uh, for reds. They have the tall and narrow ones. Uh, for whites uh, and then there's multiple versions of each of those but um, the uh, so this is a Rydell stimulus that I have ah yep. sorry yep have you had bourbon out of that is it give a good smell like the I only like to drink things out of their proper glass but I think Jesse's tried to drink i'm sure jesse has come over and opened the cabinet and got poured bourbon into it got it i'm always worried they're going to break so i don't i don't like to uh right and they um, do break easily this is, yeah this one's just kind of a standard rocks glass right that's my last one now i do have a couple like the one you sent me those libby you want to talk about those libby ones i couldn't find it yeah. though yeah they um let me see if i uh Four Roses gave those out for a while. Um, so I really like, I mean, I really like that one too. But I've probably got, and these these are the ones that made the move to my new house. I probably have 50 of these glasses of different bourbon, different styles of bourbon glasses. Right. So that means probably another 50 <laughs> got donated or thrown away. Yeah, the... Um uh, Libby Glass is the largest manufacturer of glassware in America. They make most of their money with uh, institutional glass. So any glass you've had at a restaurant, 99% uh, chance it was made by Libby Glass Company. But um, Libby uh, is, uh, has a distinctive glass, uh, not unlike a couple of that Jesse has shown, uh, that uh, is the official uh, Burb, uh, Kentucky Bourbon Trail whiskey glass. So when you take uh, one of those tours, uh, you'll get a glass uh, in that particular shape. And if you go to Amazon and type in uh, Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, bourbon glass, uh, you'll see a set that they have of four on a, uh, on a plank for like $40. And, you know, it's just, uh, as we just talked about, it'd be a you know, great gift for, you know, a bourbon-loving person. Uh, to really enhance their experience. Cool. So, well, I think we're, I think we've hit our time, right? Well, possibly, possibly. Uh, just one other thing on uh, one of uh, that being the, <coughs> pardon me, just, uh, just recently um, over the holidays, my son William. Uh, informed me that uh, he became a brandy fan and uh, enjoys the EJ brand we of we brandy. We talked about this last time. 
Yeah, we did. But uh, I just wanted to say that it was surprising because that forced me to do a little looking and to say, you know, what is brandy? And uh, I never actually realized the difference between a whiskey and a brandy uh, was one was grain. That's whiskey and bourbons. Uh, and brandies, uh, uh, cognacs and, and such are all made from fruit, which I found very interesting in the distinctions uh, uh, between that. So, Well, you know, um, a lot of moonshine in, in maybe more maybe more historically than now, but a lot of moonshine was made from fruits is, is, or was made from fruit as well. Right. Because I think that, um, and I could be completely wrong, but I think that the fruit, the process from fruit to alcohol and grain to alcohol is much quicker from to fruit, from fruit to alcohol, the fermentation process. That's the word I was looking for is much right. quicker than the fruit. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense actually, just because fruits have, thinner cellular walls than the, the, um, the grains where, you know, it's got to soak and break down and all that, that good stuff. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, just look at wine. You can make it a lot faster than you can. You can make wine in your closet. I've had, I've had a few good closet wines. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Made with Welch's, right? Oh, well, honestly, it kind of tastes like brandy. The uh, couple of closet wines. Uh, JB has this holder. What, how would you describe that thing? It's like well, a small I, whiteboard that he keeps holding up funny messages <laughs> to try to make us break. Like I first, story, I thought uh, it was like I, at first, I thought it was like an old timey fan that well, like uh, we know that black ladies with big hats would use in church. We know but, that you're uh, our, well. We already know that you're our biggest fan, JB. So you don't need. Yeah. To do that. But it's a whiteboard with a handle on it, so you can. This is for our virtual company party tonight. Well, for your virtual company, you need to make some kind of punny joke about that. Like, I'm, I'm, this is Omega Five's biggest fan, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, boys, let's uh, let's wrap it up and let's uh, plan. Let's try to do it next Friday with T. Because yeah. after that would be February, and we're no longer under the same constraints. Yes, and then we have to figure out what to do for Valentine's Day. Singles Awareness Day? Yeah, exactly. We, so you know what? We should get you a date. <laughs> <laughs> I like apricots, not dates. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you all. Uh, we'll catch you next week. We'll be on location at our Base 110 sponsors. Shout out to Kevin at Ernie's. Thank you, uh, especially uh, – Thanks to uh, Jesse getting to go to uh, Loretto and picking some barrels and learning about staves and getting the yep. mocha. Buy a bottle. Support. Buy local. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe what we should do is raffle one off amongst yeah, our massive listening audience. Yeah, we could do that. All right. Um, All right. Thank we'll you. talk next week. All right. Lit with Larry. Say goodbye. <laughs> so lit. All right.